Hi, folks. Uh, we have a letter show this week. Uh, nothing particularly controversial, and now that I've said that, I've cursed us, and I have to come back and re-record this warning. Uh, the next Yay. warning... Yeah. Uh, the next warning is that we live in a house with animals. The kittens are currently frolicking. The dogs will probably make a visit. The chickens are asleep and have been for some ridiculous amount of time because it gets dark so freaking early. Freaking isn't the word I wanted to say there, and that brings me to our third and final warning, which is we swear a lot. And we're not talking about freaking. Yeah, no. It's like that, that bit in Father Ted where the housekeeper was was um, like, oh, the books are so naughty. It's feck this and feck that and feck the other. And then there's the other F word, and he's like, Aah. so yeah. Welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode 173. It is the Wednesday after the election. No, it's not. It's the Wednesday after the Wednesday after the election. You're right. It's the Wednesday after the election was called. Yes. Yes. Um, and it has been... A great wait. A great wait. I, I've Next actually... Week found myself able to get up in the mornings like with the dogs and not just be like get up now and crawling back into bed and then oversleeping. You know, I mean it helps that I've had things that needed to be done in the mornings. Yes, but you're like leaving the house and stuff. Yeah, which is which is really weird because it's like I haven't really left the house every morning like this since the schools closed back in March. Yeah. So it's been a little it's been a little different. Um we'll see about tomorrow when I don't have Errands to run and pills for dogs to pick up and things. Oh, uh, you picked up Ernie's pills? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Thank I you. I ordered them yesterday. I picked them up today and I picked up my air filter. And yesterday I got my car inspected. And the day before that, I did a thing, got my oil changed because the inspector was out. And there, oh, and I mailed uh, the package I'd been trying to remember to mail the pigment. Uh, for a while. Meanwhile, to... I haven't like left the house at all. Yeah. Which is because normally I'm like, you know, okay, there's some errands that has to be run. And I've just been like, nope, I'm I'm here. It's fine. Yeah. You no, know, I have been trying to also control my bedtime a little better. Yep. Uh, so that I'm not up until three in the morning and then waking up and going like a zombie for the first couple hours of the day. Um, it means I'm more awake when I'm actually starting work, uh, which, you know, for me is like that morning time is, is catch up time. Mm -hmm. Cause there's like almost like Europe's going offline. The West coast isn't on yet. I can get through my email while Europe is still sort of in their post lunch haze and the East coast is still coming online and it's been kind of nice. And then I can actually sort of, you know, set expectations for myself for the day. So wrote some code today, didn't do much in the way of code yesterday, but, you know, other things have, have been going on. So it's good. I've been uh, still staying up, you know, till four and then sleeping till noon, but uh, I've been using the sun lamp when I wake up and uh, it's supposed to take over a week to to, to start working. So. Yeah, it's, it's got a little time before it. So it's, uh, and, in. you know. Uh, but I continue to be productive. I had some very exciting professional news that I can't talk about, uh, but it was pretty groovy. Um, oh yeah, it's 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 big stuff. Yeah, and uh, just a lot of stuff. Uh, I've been writing, getting work done. Uh, a, a, my friend Brooke, who uh, uh, is awesome, 
says that uh, all of us who have been so stressed, who are normally just workaholics, but the election and everything has made a, has just destroyed us for years, are suddenly like this productivity backlog we yeah. all had is just erupting. Uh, she used the gif of the alien bursting out of someone's stomach, as I recall. But yeah, it's the, I feel my productivity awakening. And so, yeah, it's it's an interesting thing in that a lot of ways it's, uh, especially for marginalized people, for uh, still not unoppressed, but certainly under this administration oppressed as hell. Um, but even then there's, there's like sort of a weight lifting while we we're still waiting for maybe the next shoe to drop. Well, but, uh, I always compared it to, uh, to we're all, uh, we're, we're sliding off a cliff and, uh, we, and now we managed to grab a branch Yeah, and no, it, this was not the branch that I necessarily wanted. And it is not, uh, uh, we are not up uh, off the cliff yet or anything, but you're still going to be fucking ecstatic when you grab that branch and your feet aren't going over the edge anymore. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, so, and I've been seeing it, uh, I think like you said, uh, and like Brooke said, we've been seeing it sort of a across the board for a lot of people because now there's actually maybe a little hope. Yeah. And the thing is a lot of people uh, have are having the opposite response. So if you're not suddenly bursting with productivity, that is okay. Uh, a lot of people basically crashed because we have been living on adrenaline for so long oh, yeah. that all yeah. of a sudden it's the, you don't have to be quite as freaked out now it's a little bit safer. You just fall down super hard. That's also totally normal and acceptable. Completely. You know, it's, it's, yeah. It, however you, you address this is fine. But I know for a lot of us, we're like, Oh, thank heavens. Yes. I, now that doesn't mean all the problems are magically solved. That doesn't oh, mean God, a bunch no. of stuff isn't going to go. Is, doesn't is, mean we don't have to keep, you know, shoving everything progressive right. word, but still, but like, even like I found myself updating code on Saturday, code that I had not just been excited to update for months. Yeah. And it was uh, possibly years looking at a couple of the things on it. And it was, it was nice. Like, yeah, some things have come unblocked. Um, and, uh, and, I think it's easier to feel like stuff we do matters now. Yes. There is, there is, instead of it being, you know, the world is on fire and who cares if I write another book because everything is burning and this book won't matter when, you know, we're running through the streets with our hair on fire. Now it's like, oh, okay. The world is still smoldering, but there is still a chance that people will read this book. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I even found myself like I'm I'm starting to feel like I can cook again. You know, I mean, my days it it still varies by day because who knows what's going to happen with work. But it is nice to be looking and saying, "You know what? There's something in this cookbook that I really want to make, and now let me figure out when I can make it versus someday when I have the energy." 
yeah kind of thing um so we're we're not back to normal we're still in the plague lands we'll continue to be in the plague lands for a while but maybe there's a little light at the end of the tunnel yep oh so you yeah you had a big week you've been mostly editing though haven't you uh i wrote 1200 words today um i've been uh uh got a bunch of edits in and uh have you know I'm trying to uh, uh, finish off this novel, Paladin Strength, which will uh, <laughs> hopefully be out in February. And God, it was slow going. Uh, and I mean, it's it's a long book. I'm I'm at 113k at the moment, and oh wow, um, yeah, uh, and near the end. But just you know, I would sit and dutifully write my words, and it just the book just kept going and going but i finally hit the point where uh because i wanted to edit it this month um i sent what i had to my editor and said here take an initial for the initial look through well which you know they read it once they sort of sit with it in their brain for a while and then they go through and and poke things so they can do that without the completed manuscript basically i'm like here's your initial read and now I'm at the stage where I'm sort of starting almost at the beginning and going and skipping back through. I consolidated some stuff they suggested I consolidate and cut just on the initial read. Went through and started, uh, you know, hitting all the the gaps where I have not yet written connective tissue. Right, right. And a lot of what I'm doing is just filling in the gaps because I'll write a scene and then I'll write another scene that happens after and I'll just write the word gap, or I will have a one sentence that says they leave and get there. They get to the new place and talk about X. It's the most frustrating thing imaginable sometimes, uh, especially when I get to like it's near the end and you can feel that rush building up. And then there's a and then stuff happens and everyone lives happily ever after. And I'm like, I hate you now. <laughs> Well, okay, that that is admittedly a bit maddening. But uh, one thing I have learned, just as a side note, is that if I have just written, they get back home, and, or they get uh, from point A to point B, a lot of times I do not need to stop and describe every single rock on the way from point A to point B. I but, can just be like... They, but sword heart. Okay, no, sword heart was different. <laughs> And I didn't describe every rock on, like, the third time they were going back down that road. And even the characters were like, I'm never taking this road again. I'm going to buy that in and burn it to the ground if I have to see it again. Right, right. I I hung a lampshade on that one. But a lot of times you can just be like, show them getting in the wagon and then show them arriving at their destination and nobody needs to sit through the interim. Uh, which would just read like the character saying, are we there yet? Anyway, so a lot of times the connective tissue is not a lot. It's just, you know, two lines to get this scene uh, mapped up to this scene. And and sometimes it's longer. Sometimes I I hit a point and I'm like, no, okay, I got to do like a couple hundred words here to get everything together. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, there's a whole scene that goes there that I have not written yet. And tomorrow I will probably hit some of those, but yeah. Oh, there's a cat circling. Yes. So we should probably, uh, probably. Uh, well, yeah, I need a drink. Yes. Uh, we need to, and we're going to take a quick break. Have you put the chickens away? I did that 
uh, like two hours ago. Oh yeah, it gets so dark. I really. know, so dark. Um, and there there will be questions about your light. Oh, coming cool. Up. So, uh, and yeah, so we've got letters this week and some feedback. And since we're not doing like a two month catch up or anything, there aren't as many. Um, as in some of the past episodes, and we will have that for you right after this. So we have letters. Woo! Uh, and the first came from Denise, uh, who wrote in to say, what, what do I do with my 2020 planner? I basically haven't used it since March and obviously can't reuse it for 2021. Should I even make a 2021 planner? Thanks for the podcast. I've learned a lot to help with my productivity. Uh, I had uh, three suggestions. Uh, the first is, if you like a paper planner, uh, maybe look at undated planners. Uh, they're great. And if you skip or have a gap in it, that's fine. Just pick it up and write dates in it when you pick it up. I I find them very useful. And, you know, I have several dated planners that were like, started, didn't like it, went to the next one, eh, didn't like it. And I'm, other than my Filofax pages, which I love now, uh, if I'm going to do something with the planner, it's probably going to be undated these days just so that I can write my own dates. And if I miss a week, it's not like there's a big blank page. I'll just start it back up on whatever the current date is. Yeah. Um, the second is, you know, a lot of us have shifted to digital. Uh, I know a lot of people who, you know, had their planner book for work and now they're doing so much more with zoom and remote and all of that stuff that it, it just sort of naturally migrated to digital because you're in front of the computer all day. Anyway, you know, that's, that's a thing. Um, my and, sort of to done list is uh, I keep it sort of in day one. I'm not really mm -hmm. up for writing an entire journal page 99% of the time some days you know and, and I fall off the wagon all the time and go a week or two and then I'll be like I should write down what I did and mm -hmm. I find that acknowledging all the shit I did makes me happier so I'm not like I didn't do anything today I'm like no you wrote a bunch of words and planted plants and answered uh, email and stuff okay yeah that counts yeah that counts uh, and that that actually came to the the third thing that okay. I recommended which was maybe it's time to look into a different system Right. Maybe one of the reasons you're not using the paper planner anymore is because the paper planner, uh, especially a dated paper planner, doesn't work for you anymore. And maybe it's time to start looking at options because if something isn't working for you, you, you don't double down on it. You say, okay, what does work? What doesn't work? What do I like? What don't I like? And maybe try something new that, that fits your new requirements. Yeah, it's you have not failed the planner. You cannot fail the planner. The right. planner can only fail you. The planner exactly. has no emotions and no expectations. Yes, that is that is absolutely correct. Thank you, Denise. Um, um, and then 
funny story, uh, follow up to that. Uh, our friend Jen, Jen Mercer, who former guest of the show, um, sent me a link to a wired story about paper planners offering order and delight in a world gone mad. <laughs> Uh, so I will link that article. It was, it was an interesting read. It talked a lot about uh, bullet journals, mm, yeah. you know, but, and sort of, and there was a, but also sort of the generalized cult of the paper planner. Uh, I'm not saying it's not a cult because I belong to the Filofax cult now, I believe. Kevin keeps uh, looking at me with expectation as if expecting me to utter a catchphrase. No, I'm, I'm looking at you to see if you're going to say something, because otherwise I'm just staring at the monitor and I have no visual clues to your body language or anything. It's a cult. There you go. <laughs> so I'll link that article. I'll link that article. Uh, now, Damien wrote in to remind us that you, we were talking about the other alien movie with David Duchovny. Evolution. Evolution. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, and the funny thing is there was a, a follow-up from Amber Gale that said, I love that movie. I was totally just coming here to post about the same thing. We're almost done with season 11, which is the final season of X-Files, or currently the final season of X-Files. And, because <laughs> I don't know if they're going to do another one after that. Uh, and I think Evolution is on the list to watch after. Absolutely, yes. yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's kind of bittersweet because the overall show is not actually very good. Individual episodes are genius. <sighs> and it's, it's one of those things where they have so much... Okay, the mythology episodes, you know, the, the whole alien uh, conspiracy thing, just almost always fall down. And... Uh, but they they have such a a sort of rich wealth of material from how long it was going on that like I could write X Files episodes with a, a song in my heart. It's like the show was made to write you know fanfic and media tie-ins. It's it's this marvelously rich world that just has this sort of the 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 meta arc did not hang together at all. And the thing about it is there is one particular director and writer, and I, we've probably mentioned this before, who always has, like, the best episode. Yeah. And that is... Now, I can't remember his name. Uh, he did Clyde Buckman's Final Repose. He yes. did the, the one episode with the were-lizard. Yeah, well, that yeah. was um, uh, Fox, or no, Mulder and Scully meet the were-monster. And the were monster was played by Riss Darby, who you might know as the crack smoking bum in Guns Akimbo, and the voice of, of, uh, of Koran in in uh, Voltron, the new Voltron. Yes. So, so which made listening to it very weird, and because I didn't re I didn't twig that the two were the same, but he sounded so familiar. And yeah, and I had a running, I, I had a thing at, at there was a thread in in a work discussion talking about how Australians versus New Zealanders pronounce uh, Melbourne and how obviously they pronounce it way different than we do. And my comment was, if I want to know how it's pronounced in New Zealand, I just think to myself, how would Riss Darby pronounce it? And that, yeah. Yeah. And anyway, it's, it's sort of painful, I think, because the good episodes are so good and the writing is so <sighs> crisp and when they're on, they're just so on that 
when they fail, as the meta arc does, it's sort of painful. It's even more painful because you're like, damn it, these characters deserve so much better. Yeah. But we have grimly slogged it out even through the fairly bad uh, uh, later seasons. Oh, the trial episodes were terrible. Oh, God. Yeah. That was a grind. It yeah. didn't need to be a grind. And um, even if I do kind of want to lick Skinner's bald head, uh, yeah. What? Kevin, you're looking at me. Okay, that that was not the are you talking look. That was the <laughs> what look, so. <clears throat> I like bald dudes. What can I say? Yeah. Also, as a general, if you remember the X-Files fondly and do not wish to embark on a multi-month rewatch, which I can't really recommend necessarily for anyone uh, who does not have as strong a stomach as we do and who can't multitask and play video games at the same time, uh, go read Shannon Garrity's Monster of the Week oh my God. comic, yes. which is freaking hilarious and just sums up every episode uh, beautifully and hilariously. Making a note to link to it in the show notes. Yes, it's uh, it's been a joy mm-hmm. to uh, to sort of read along and yeah, yeah. All right, uh, from Selfie, who was a guest on the show uh, a little bit. Selfie back. is the one with the chicken that keeps being named after me and keeps turning into a rooster. Yes. Okay. I believe came up with uh, out of a batch of. Something like eight got seven roosters and one hen. Oh, I'm so sorry, Selfie. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we got five and five and four. Uh, uh, five and three. Five and three. Five yeah. and three. Yeah. So, so you know, I hear you. Yep. Um, hi, Kevin. So a lot of things went down between the time I interviewed with you and today. One of the things I did sort of mention during our meeting was that I have a very high tolerance for toxic work environments. Well, my workplace has been getting increasingly toxic over the past few months, specifically since the beginning of the year. It's gone downhill since January. Every time I took a vacation or had a break from work because of sickness, I'd come back to find more of my coworkers and superiors having left the company, and I'd have more on my plate. I hadn't realized that I was suffering from overwork and that the long illness was a symptom of that. Unfortunately, my accuracy got a terrible got terribly hit from all these changes. I ended up on a PIP, personal improvement plan for those who don't know, with six weeks to improve. Things got worse. More people quit, even the financial controller. The company hired a new financial controller who on her very first day at work immediately took issue with my headphones. Yesterday, the very last coworker whom I had started working with let me know that she was tendering her resignation. I decided the best thing for me would be to move on before I ended up with her work on my plate as well and go bonkers. So I stuck my resignation in as well. Uh, We can get by on my husband's pay in the meantime, and I'll have time to catch up on my correspondence, tend to the garden, and maybe do a bit of writing. I am glad you are getting out of that place. Yes. I mean, and I I agree. You know, if somebody's immediately like, you may not wear headphones and, and whatever in the workplace. No, that's... That's really a non-starter a lot of the time. Um, uh, in the meantime, also rec- you never want to be the last rat off the ship. Nope. Um, in the meantime, I have recently gotten a bicycle, which is the best thing in the world because now I can go places, including to dance classes, the post office, and the market. All very, very happy making. Well, that's about it. I hope you're taking care of yourself and enjoy the package I sent. Sincerely, selfie. Yes, 
I am enjoying the Tim Tams. So many Tim Tams. I, I love ate the Tim all of Tams. My there you go. Yeah. We got to see nothing. if there's, yeah, I got to find a source for those for you in the States. I really uh, You do. can get them at, uh, at, uh, World Market. Okay. It's just, okay. we have to drive like the next town over like 45 minutes away. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, but no, thank you so much for the Tim Tams. Uh, I have been hoarding them. Uh, one, because I don't want my toes to fall off. And two, because, uh, if I don't hide and hoard them, they tend to disappear. So, yeah. Although less often since the teenager moved Yeah, the teenager was really uh, the, the source of a lot of food vanishment, which is fine. Teenagers yes. are growing. They require God knows how many calories just to survive. But, but when I discovered he had eaten all of the thin mints in a box that I had set aside for me because he – thought it was for everyone in the freezer that when I bought the rest of the Thin Mints, I did write my name on them in big letters with do not touch. So yeah, there's that. He once ate my, I got a bag of, of peanut butter cups before Halloween. Oh my God. And I ate one and then the bag was empty. Yeah. And I was like, teenager, where have these gone? And he was like, what? And I'm like, I got one out of that bag. Ooh. And he he apologized, but I believe he was assessing how many calories he might get if he killed and ate me on the spot. So, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's why I had to make the, the clearly deline delineated, this shelf is not for anyone but the grown-ups. Yes. Yes. Uh, and that saved us a lot of heartache. Yes. Yeah. I don't mind sharing my treats, but I would prefer to share them with someone who will savor them, not just see them as a convenient source of calories so that their metabolism oh. does not short out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Damien also wrote in to tell me after episode 170 that I really need a trigger warning for source safe. Yeah, and, tell me about uh, it, Damien. And that he rocks in the corner thinking about playing file corruption roulette from about 2001 to 2008. Yeah, Microsoft did not do good things to that product. Oh, oh, um, I'm, um, yeah, I hear you, bro. And then, and then here, here wait, is. Wait, wait, was he, was he the person who worked on it? No. No, that no, was a different no. person. Okay. No, I have not interviewed any of the, any of the guys I know who wrote it. Uh, I haven't interviewed any of them. Uh, I should reach out because a couple of them have done fascinating things since then. It'll be fine as long as I never meet them in person. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, Damien also followed up with next week, Clear Case, which if you've been in IT long enough, now I'm sure people are rocking in the corner because that is a steaming pile of shit. Anyway. <clears throat> I would just like to inform the internet that I broke my toe yesterday. <sighs> and... Uh, <laughs> yeah. This isn't complaining that it hurts because honestly, I mean, yeah, whatever, but it has turned some spectacular colors. I am so pleased. And Kevin probably would prefer I, I complained about how much it hurt rather than grabbing him and being like, look at my toe. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I mean, it, the the thing is, uh, I I have refrained from just going, this is what happens when you don't wear shoes, you need to wear shoes. But uh, other than that, you know, um, I'm making sympathetic noises. 
He's very good, but no, it is it is turning the sort of majestic purples with magenta and some green undertones, and uh, and uh, this honestly pleases me enormously because as much as that hurt when I uh, kicked the door by accident, uh, I door turned, frame door frame yeah well it was it was the backside where I turned into the bathroom my foot did not turn in as tight an oh. arc as it should have the toe just right into the door. And, uh, like, if it's going to hurt that bad, I want it to look impressive. Because there's nothing worse than, okay, really, I'm in a lot of pain, but it doesn't look like anything. So everyone's like, uh-huh, oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the, the flip side of this, of course, is the weird random bruise you get. And someone's like, what did you do? And you're like, I have no memory of how I got that whatsoever, uh, which occurs occasionally. But if I wanged myself good i want it to just be majestically horrible so i'm very pleased right now yeah so from stevie (laughs) uh, i've used a light for seasonal depression for years now i should start it a few minutes every day in august i'm in chicago but usually i end up waiting until i'm crying on the drive home from work because i hate my job and how did i get here how do i get free My job life is not ideal, but it doesn't usually end in crying each day. Usually this is me by the middle of September. Aww. I use it all the way through to the start of April here, usually just putting it on my nightstand in the morning so I don't have to leave my bed even. It's much easier to get up when you've been in the sun for 15 to 20 minutes. Yep, that's basically what I'm doing. Although now these days I will come down, get a cup of coffee, come back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking I should start setting an alarm to get up earlier uh, and try that. The thing said, you know, you should you should uh, do it when you wake up normally. But I'm like, I wake up normally at noon. So it is a thing. Yeah, maybe I should, you know, set it to like mm-hmm. 11 or something and, and maybe not hit the snooze three times. Well, that's the problem. If I set an alarm, I just I I hit the snooze like three times and tell the the amazon device that i want it to to set a timer for 20 minutes and because i'm like what is this five minute snooze crap no i want i want 20 minutes and uh yeah it's it's a problem yeah I mean, it's not really a problem because where am I going to go? But uh, it makes me feel, you know. Yeah. uh, It's a social thing. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I feel like other people are judging me for sleeping late. (laughs) Uh, From Tango. I've not yet finished listening to this episode as I type this. This is uh, episode 170 with Sarah Glassman. But I've hit the discussion of the leather-bound notebook. This is a lined notebook. Use it to record quotes that amuse or inspire you. If it's an unlined notebook, consider shorter quotes and decorating like illuminating pages of a manuscript. That's an option. Uh, that's maybe not an option for someone like me. I don't know if that's something Sarah would do or or what. But you know, if you've got if you've got one of those fancy notebooks and you're just afraid to touch it, yeah, kind of figure out something you can do that that even if it isn't as worthy as you feel, it also means the notebook isn't just sitting off to the side gathering dust because you're afraid to touch it. If you are an artist who keeps a sketchbook on the first page, do a terrible doodle and write the curse is lifted. <laughs> we should, you should probably, I mean, you could do that with any, any book, just write in it. The curse is lifted with like splotchy ink blotches or something. And, and you know, a stick figure flipping off the viewer. It's this is, this is like when you buy a new car and you go out and you hit it with a hammer, isn't it? 
I uh, This is the artist equivalent of hitting it with a hammer. Pretty much. Um Shaw, what did you do? My my monitor just went away. Did you did you bump some what are you Oh my god. Shaw the kitten has shown up and is wallowing. I don't know if we're even still recording. Oh yeah, we're still recording. The, the uh, laptop's still going. It's just the monitor turned off. Yeah. And I couldn't I, I couldn't actually see the next letter. And uh, Shaw is now is now stretched out on the laptop very happily. Because lapt- it's it's really warm when I'm recording. It's the laptop is the most coveted feline real estate in the yeah. house. I'm I'm a very curious. Apple announced their new laptops. I'm gonna wait a little while. Because this one is still in its prime, but I, I and I'm waiting for the reports on how it actually works out. It's going to be their first one with their uh, their new CPU designed by them for them. Mm-hmm. So it's it's an interesting thing. Plus, the trade in value on this laptop is still mega high. So, uh, but I'm not due for several more months. So yes. Um, from Alyssa. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes, Internet. I've been keeping my uh, my laptop limping along since, I think, 2018. Yes. And you would have to replace it with one of the brand spanking new Apple processor ones if something happened to it. So let me take that bullet first. <laughs> <laughs> so noble of you. So that I know all the pitfalls. And when you're screaming at it, I can walk up and go poke, poke, and then you can call it stupid, and we'll get on with it. You you see what he sacrifices for me, Internet. Or maybe I'll just walk in the room and it'll work, and then you'll swear a lot. Yeah, that that infuriates me. Anyway, carry on. You had a letter. Yes, from Alyssa. Uh, I also have that delayed sleep cycle disorder. I only learned about it from film critic Hulk, of all people. For years, when I was going to school and working a day job, I slept on a more or less normal schedule but had hallucinations. Patterns on the walls was the most common. I also saw a lot of spiders and wasps. Sometimes there would be mice or even cats. Then when I quit my job and reverted permanently to my preferred sleep schedule, which is the same as yours, I stopped having them all together. People are always horrified when I explain my schedule to them, insisting I need to see a doctor to fix it, but I think... What was actually a problem was all those years I spent taking ineffective sleep aids and having hallucinations. Yeah, that, uh, that'll mess with you. Yeah. I can't imagine going back to that now. I kind of think it's a bit like body weight. Certain portion of the population, probably not even the majority population, has decided what's natural for them is normal and that anyone who's different is unhealthy. I hope as we move away from offices and commutes, we can also move away from enforcing nine to five hours. I, I hear you. <laughs> um, thanks for streaming election night. It was helpful. Yay! I, I've been social distancing since before it was cool. I used to work 10-hour days in a windowless warehouse with no time for much of anything else. Then I got sick and have been basically stuck at home since 2014. So all my friendships, such as they are, happened over the internet. I'm grateful for Twitter, which has shown me a bunch of cool stuff I wouldn't have seen otherwise. Since COVID, I've actually had way more opportunities to take classes and go to internet meetups. My social calendar has been fuller this year than ever before. I'm glad. But since the election... I've instituted a rule of only checking the news on Twitter once a day, usually around noon, and only after I've eaten something. <laughs> I'm really enjoy relying on the no news distraction streams a lot of people have been running to not feel so alone. I'd like to shout out to NK Jemison, who streamed Assassin's Creed for two hours on election night, even though she had a migraine. Send my best wishes and solidarity to Liz. 
Absolutely. Um, and there's still time to watch the stream. I yes, think. I believe yeah. it is still. You can watch it recorded and it's like eight hours long. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can fast forward through the boring bits where it's like Liz digging things. Or, yes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, keep the sound on just so you can hear how every five minutes I break my leg. Oh, God. <laughs> and Kevin, Kevin, you know, just the screen. Alchemist died. Alchemist died. Lizard bet died. Alchemist died. Liz, Liz, like, lived way longer than I did uh, up until the point. And someone, I guess, on rewatching, I'm putting it in air quotes, live tweeted the bit where you and Liz decided you had had enough and you were going to go, like, find zombies to kill you. And I was narrating from the shore. (laughs) Was that on Twitter? I I want to see that. I was pretty drunk at that point. Yeah. um, I wasn't exactly sober either. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll link to lizard Beth's, um, Twitch, Twitch. It's uh, fun. We should do that again at some point. Uh, yeah, you since... learned a lot about how the new monster AI works and how oh, you we have might to need redesign. to start over again at day one. <laughs> <laughs> because, but, uh, we plan the base. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll have to have to do some thinking. Um, some because single. I I am the I am the the chosen architect of the the parties. Man, so. you say Ursula go build a base, and the next thing you know, there's like tunnels and mining, and here's your room, and here's their room, and oh by the way, I made a giant metal K for you and a giant metal L for Liz, <laughs> and I'm just, oh, wow, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, last letter uh, from Catherine. Uh, hi, Kevin and Ursula. I wanted to say thanks for the very long backlog of KUEC, Kevin and Ursula Eat Cheap, because it's just the level of background noise, but not something that requires much brain to listen to that's perfect for right now when my brain doesn't really want to focus on things too much all that often. So I've been listening to a lot of it or playing phone games this week. Uh, this was actually literally sent on Saturday. Yes. I've also been listening to a lot of hidden almanacs. I'm still going through the back catalog. It's been a great comfort listen, even if there are ancient headless skeleton queens with armies of skeleton horses and robbing things from museums while raising lots of dead cat mummies. <laughs> I agree with Mord that Drom's description of the kind of archaeologist uh, Stanley Wainwright was is surprisingly accurate and paints a very good mental picture. Also, the fact that Pookie shows up again is just wonderful, as is Mord's deep annoyance with the existence of the cursed sloth. <laughs> uh, I also appreciate the blanket permission in the most recent Productivity Alchemy episode to not have a productive week. I managed to get through a good chunk of Wednesday before my brain decided that I had been storing up too many emotions, even when I was trying not to have expectations, so I ended up just ended up mostly just deciding to take Thursday and then Friday off. I do not think I did shit Thursday or Friday. Um, One day, I know I burst into tears because one of my plants had been dug up. Oh, yeah, that was a rough day. Yeah. yeah. Um, In my defense, it was a very well-established golden seal, and I was very sad. Yes. I hope you were all doing okay, and good luck with everything. We, um... Yeah, no, I... It's I, improved a lot. I yeah. hope yours has also improved a lot. Seriously, I, I did throw myself into work on Thursday and Friday. I took Wednesday off just to recover. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Because uh, that cannot stay up all night streaming video games anymore. No, no. Not not like that. But um, much more of a 
uh, yeah, Thursday and Friday, I had a thing and I just sort of face planted into it for work. And that was basically what I did Thursday and Friday. I think I played, uh, oxygen not included. And I uh, know one day I managed to write a thousand words. Yes. But other than that, I was just like, uh, I played video games. I checked Twitter and I did nothing and I did not even feel guilty about it. I was just like, no, this is a wash. I I yeah. I do not expect anyone to work in this, and I don't even expect myself to work in this, which is unusual because, you know, let's face it, all this advice we give you in the back of my brain, there's always a little voice going, everyone should just do the best they can. It's really hard. And this voice whispers, except for you, you're failing. And yes. I'm like, yes, obviously not me, you know. Yes, it is. It is a thing. All right, that's all our letters. So many thanks to Denise, Damien, Selfie, Ambergale, Stevie, Tango, Alyssa, and Catherine for writing in. Uh, I love to hear from everybody. I love being able to uh, read your letters, even if, like, there were a couple comments that contextually would make no sense. Um, and I now have a new thing that is sending me comments as they happen. So there's no more no more loss of of comment or whatever, uh, and so I'm getting them all. Woot. But uh, and Jen, thank you for sending me that link. It was a fascinating read and a lot of fun. Uh, so with that said, we are going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. thank everybody who wrote in a letter uh it's like i said it's great you can send them via comments on posts or direct email or via the comment form on the website uh all of that's available at productivityalchemy.com the other thing available at productivityalchemy.com is badges yes yes and are you I, just now realizing you didn't pick a badge code? Well, is it relief? A, relief is a good one. I'm going to go with relief, which my backup was BT Chicken <laughs> in honor of the cursed object Sean and McGuire sent us, which is a doll yes. with, with a chicken head. And uh, generous endowments. Generous endowments, yes. Yeah, so, uh, uh, Everyone's been calling it the Big Titty Chicken. Yes. Uh, and I'm not going to put titty in a badge code just yet. But it was a near thing. Yes. It was a near thing. So relief is our badge code this week. Uh, we issue open badges, and you can find out more about that at productivityalchemy.com. And my monitor just moved, and I realized it was because you were pushing it so that you could pet the cat. 
I just hit it on accident because the kitten was being adorable. And yeah, I had oh, to oh pet he's going to do the thing where he's going to roll over and you can pet his belly and he likes it. Yes, this. Oh, oh, there he goes. Shaw yes. really oh. likes having his his belly rubbed. Yeah. Oh, oh, the big stretch. Okay. So enough. So, with yeah, we the have cute. to stop, or we're just going to be kittening. Okay. Yeah, it's a problem. It's a real problem. You can also go to the website, find links in the show notes to the articles we've mentioned and yep. uh, various ways to support the show, which at this point, just tell your friends or write us letters. Kevin likes getting mail. I do. Uh, Especially if it has Tim Tams in it. Yes. Uh, you don't have to send Tim Tams. No. Just, just words are okay, too. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you could give us money. There are ways, but frankly, we would rather you support to the Georgia recount. Yes. Uh, fair fight. Dot org seems to be doing good work, so give them money. Yes, and it's not it's not the recount, it's the but not the recount, the, the Georgia runoff. special runoff, not the yes. recount. We are opposed to the recount. We are for the runoff. Sorry, it's oh, yes. yeah. It is it is and and you know the, the candidates in the runoff nine times out of ten, I guess. Go Republican. Yeah, go Republicans. But so. this year Stacey Abrams opposes them and we wish to give her the tools to to, to do yeah. what she needs to be done. And I, I realize that a lot of times we're we're kind of apolitical. We're not apolitical. We just don't talk about it we much. We don't talk about it much. But uh, we are certainly on the liberal end of the spectrum. And if you haven't figured <laughs> you that out by noticed. now, you may not have been listening to the same podcast I've been recording. Yes. Uh, awkward. So, yeah, that's it for this week. Um, we have had... A hell of a 2020 so far, and it shows no signs of slowing down, but there is light at the end of the tunnel now, folks. Yes. And we will keep plugging along. We will be doing our best, and when we can't, we'll continue to do the best we can under the circumstances. Which, at this point, may look like laying on the bed eating Tim Tams and watching The X-Files. Yes. And with all that being said, do your best to uh, stay productive. And you know, if that looks like the X-Files and Tim Tams, who are we to judge? <laughs>